One thing I have learned in my journey as a mother is to adjust my expectations. And what do I mean by that? Well, oftentimes my family is on a routine and we have a schedule and I know how our day is supposed to run every single day. So I make my plans accordingly. But what I have learned is that when you have little ones and you have little children and truly just life in general, it doesn't always go according to your schedule for what you have planned. And so that can oftentimes leave you frustrated, angry, and depleted. And the one root cause of that is because of expectation. You expected, I expected to get something achieved and it didn't happen. And so that's just the reality of parenthood. And so I just wanted to share that little tip with you because that's something I've been relearning. In this episode today, we will be discussing raising happy and healthy kids and what that looks like. So what are some things that we can do to ensure that we are intentionally raising kids that are full of joy and are really happy? Not so much healthy as for food, not so much as being healthy as for food is concerned, but mentally healthy. What are some some things that we can do to aid in their development. So if that is something that's been on your mind, then grab a notebook and pen, your favorite beverage. Let's dive into it. Hey mama, and welcome to the productive stay at home mom podcast. Do you want to find the time to organize your home? Do you desire to have discipline in your life? Do you wish you had a flexible daily routine so you can stop feeling all over the place? Are you simply trying to unwind yet you feel guilty and unproductive? Hi, I'm Kim Sexton. I too have struggled with being organized, disciplined, and content as a stay-at-home mom. I found that my daily habits were robbing me of joy and productivity. Once I learned the power of changing your daily habits, I have never been the same. In this podcast, you will find productivity hacks, time management tips, and the key to a healthy mindset so you can get organized in all areas of your life. Let's go, my friend. Time to start changing your habits. So get out of your PJs and put up your hair. It's time to get organized and productive. All right, so before I get into the episode, I want to let you know For those who do not know that we have a community called Productive Stay-at-Home Moms, and I would absolutely love for you to join. It's on Facebook, and in the group, I share productivity hacks, organizational tips, and truly biblical principles to help you have a solid foundation for this seasonal life and help you create balance and structure for daily life. So if that is something that you desire, then pause this episode and click the link in the show description that says productive stay-at-home moms. Secondly, I send out a once a week newsletter and in the newsletter, I am simply encouraging you for the weekend and I share a little bit about what's going on in my personal life and I love to share some encouragement with you and just to update you on everything that's going on on the podcast for the week and any helpful resources and tips 
that would be beneficial to you. So if that is something that you desire, then sign up with the link in the show description that says count me in and I would love to add you to the list. Lastly, if you have been listening to this podcast for more than three episodes, I would absolutely love for you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It just lights me up and I read every single one. And it also creates visibility of the show to moms who may greatly benefit. And if you have a friend, please, by all means, share it with her. All right, let's get to it. Okay, so something very quickly I noticed as a mom of three is that my mood directly affects my kid's mood. And at first, I didn't want to believe that. I wanted to believe that they are their own person and they can have the mood that they want and I can have the mood that I choose. As an adult, I have a lot on my mind. I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot of things I have to get done every single day. And so I was kind of feeling like, all right, I have an excuse pass for being in a mood, just having a tood and expecting my kids to still be happy and just to be mentally fine, you know, mentally healthy. And I began to see the direct correlation to how I would feel every day and how it would impact their mood. And I really want to have a close bond with my children. I wanted to be able to talk to them about how I felt, but I also want them to be able to talk to me. So that requires having a a close relationship, you know, as they're little, yes, they will talk to you, but when they get older, they will sometimes talk to you less. And so building that uh, solid foundation, that close bond when they're little is super important. And that's what I began to learn and understand about my relationship with my kids and how the way that I am directly affects how they act and respond as well. And so in my household, there is several different ages. My youngest is three, my oldest is 12, and the middle is five. So a lot of different age ranges in there. And I remember one day, once we got our day started, I believe I was homeschooling. I was homeschooling at this time. And my girls were just bickering with one another. And then I didn't know how to deal with that at the time. So it caused me to just be frustrated as well. And so my youngest was a baby. And so she would be crying. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, I just want to pull my hair out. Like this is such a challenging day with a crying baby. I'm not sure why. And then the two older kiddos not being able to get along. Like what is the problem here? And so I felt like, okay, I'm just going to be in a mood all day. because This is so unfair that I have to deal with this. No, the completely wrong way to go about it. Okay. Let me tell you that didn't help their mood and it didn't help me improve with my mindset. And so as I began to grow and develop and learn how to change the way that I was feeling, how to adjust my mood, how to control my internal temperature, that is when I will be able to steer them in the right direction. You see, as parents, we have to work on ourselves first. We have to get to the root first. We have to identify what's causing us to feel and be this way. And for a long time, I struggled to know my identity as a stay-at-home parent. Like that was huge. And my purpose, that was another big factor. And the things that I valued, you know, 
because sometimes when the things that you value aren't being made time for or the things that you value you don't have time for that's when we can tend to get frustrated so today i'm going to share five tips with you on how to raise happy healthy kids okay i am not a therapist i am not a kid psychologist but what i do know is that i have personal experience with it and i have also learned over the years what has worked for me and my household and those are the things that i want to share with you okay so number one a routine of praying together and reading scripture on their level can dramatically affect their mood and how they interact with one another completely living witness of that you know sometimes my girls will wake up and they will just have like get up on the wrong side of the bed just like we do sometimes so it's fine it's normal and I'm like okay let's have breakfast and then during breakfast or after that we've got to read our devotion and then we'll have like a worship session where we listen to a couple songs and when we sit down when we do that I'm telling you their moods change for the better they start talking to one another better they start interacting better and the entire mood in the house changes And when I sit down and pray with them and I read a devotion that's on their level, I like to make a point to bring out something in the story that has to do with, like I'll tie it into what they're truly experiencing in their life. So if it's issues with sharing, you know, we'll do a story that I can tie into the importance of sharing and what sharing means to God when they do that. And you know, their little eyes just light up and their face is just super excited to try to honor and to please what they have heard through scripture. And it is just the best sight to witness. Okay. Number two is to spend quality time with them daily, at least 10 minutes a day, then try to work it to 15 minutes a day. Now this one is science. This one, kids psychologists will tell you that it's so important to spend quality time with our kids every single day. And I mean, it could be 10 minutes as long as it is time where you do not have your cell phone, where you are totally looking in their their eyes and you're talking to them and you're doing something with them that, that they enjoy. And that just helps them develop in so many positive ways from their self-esteem to their confidence to how they interact and respond to you they feel loved they feel seen so many reasons why quality time is so important and I mean like I say it could be 10 minutes you could start with five minutes and work your way up to 10 minutes you know but just starting somewhere to spend that quality time truly changes the way they develop okay number three Look them in the eye when they are talking to you. I used to try to multitask. I would be doing the dishes and then I would be getting a load of clothes on and then I would be fixing lunch, like doing all these different things. And my my kids would be talking. I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, I hear you. Mm -hmm, That's great. And I learned through a book I was reading about the importance of making eye contact with your kids and how it helps build trust within them and helps build their confidence and it also validates them 
it helps them know and see that they are important to you and they're important as a person and what they have saying is worth listening to you know so it does so many things I was just like wow like really you know and permission to go easy on yourself I do not and you will not listen to them every single time they're talking no I still have to tell my girls okay mommy needs a minute I'm feeling overstimulated you know let's talk later sometimes that works sometimes they just keep on talking I'm just like okay I'm just gonna let them finish and I'm gonna try not to get upset about it but I'm not necessarily intentionally listening so what I'm saying is you don't have to get it right every single time they're talking but just try to every now and then look them in the eye and listen to what they have to say all right number four say yes when you can and try not to say no just out of inconvenience and so an example of that one for me is my middle daughter loves to help me cook in the kitchen well sometimes I'm in the mood for that and sometimes I just want to get dinner done sometimes I need to get it on the table so I can sit down and so most of the time when she asks I try to look at it at us building relationship and her learning how to cook which is very important for kids to learn how to cook so they can take care of themselves when they're older and I alleviate the need to rush and the time factor and I let her help me cook in the kitchen because that is stimulating her in such a positive way and it's helping her be mentally healthy and know that she can do it so try to say yes more than you say no I would say you know I don't say yes if they want candy all the time absolutely not or if they want to have their tablet or watch the tv no there's a time for all things but when they want to help, when they want to be a part, when they want to do something with you, be with you, I try to say yes as much as I can. All right. And lastly, number five is to give hugs often. Showing affection is so healthy. There's so many sweet kids that do not get to experience affection and that truly does impact a person. And so showing our kids affection is develops them in such a healthy way and for girls it really helps them to find that security to find that um, love and appreciation at home and they won't desire that as they get older you know just that affection so bad and so tell them I love you morning and night throw that in there I tell my girls every morning that I love them when I put them to bed I tell them that I love them as well that will help them to be happy and mentally healthy. It helps me to remember that they are a gift from God and a blessing for me to steward well. So I hope that those five ways will just give you the tips and I challenge you to implement them going into this next week. Implement these new strategies to raise happy and healthy kids. Remember, you can always reach out to me at support at KimberlySexton.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you back on Thursday. If you enjoyed today's episode, remember to click five stars and leave a review. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Mama. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Would you take 30 seconds and come share your wins in our free Facebook community? I'd love to hear from you. 
Also, can you please take another minute and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? I'd be so grateful. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. All right, time to get 30 minutes of peaceful cleaning done before my littles wake up. I'll meet you back right here every Monday and Thursday for another episode. Catch you later.